You just heard Cante Ondo by Arte y Pureza y members of Noche Flamenca from a February 8th, 2006 performance at a La Peña concert. I'm your host, Marie Valindo, and you're listening to The Archives. I'm here today with my coworker, Raul Fernandez, um, who has been working at the Old Town School in a number of capacities for many years. And Raul, I understand that um, you actually became connected with the Old Town School through the La Peña series. Is that right? That's right. It was back in 1997 when I saw Mono Blanco play live uh, in, in one of the Peñas, one of the earlier Peñas. And that was my first introduction to Armitage, actually. Cool. As I mentioned on our last podcast, we'll be talking uh, about some music from La Peña. Raul has been digitizing and cataloging a lot of the La Peña concerts that we have, um, as well as Latin Music and World Music Wednesday concerts uh, at the school. This is sort of the tip of the block, um, but it's it's a taste that we're excited to share with you today. So, yeah, let's just, again, talk about that recording we started off with. Uh, flamenco was a part of the La Peña series from the start. Is that right? I think one of the first Benyas that Juan Diaz produced was with a flamenco ensemble at the Old Town School of Folk Music. I'm not sure who were the teachers at the time, but I'm, I think Maya was part Maya of that Tatiana. group. She was part of that group, and they had other teachers uh, that also participated in, in the Peña, and uh, they formed their own Noche de Flamenco, and that was, like I think, one of the first three Peñas that uh, were produced at Old Town. And the Noche de Flamenco or Noche Flamenca, um, that's the sort of night, uh, the name of the night from this concert that you just heard. Um, so that was a continuing recurring thing they did. It was very popular, I understand, and it, it does remain really popular. Any flamenco concert at the school, I think, is always well attended. Tell me a little bit about the style um, that we hear in this particular recording. This uh, cante hondo, that means uh, deep, deep song. Deep sentiments, deep um, llanto, which like you're, 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 you're basically giving your soul in this one song. And, and it's very emotional. Uh, and plus, I love the way that they sing. It's, it's, it's a tradition, like I said, from the gypsies that probably came along the Andalusian Trail, which is... I think started back in India and it kind of right. moved across Asia and into southern Spain and that's right. that tradition still holds. Hey. 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 
back to your earlier comments about your first interaction with the school you said it was a concert by Mono Blanco right okay tell me a little bit about Mono Blanco well Mono Blanco is from southern Veracruz and they were one of the first to bring Son Jarocho to the United States that was apart from you know, your basic mariachi ensemble type of sound which is more commercialized through their touring back then in 1997. I believe that they came earlier once before that, but 1997 is when I first met them. So they primarily play uh, Son Jarocho, you said. Yeah, nothing but Son Jarocho. What is the traditional Son Jarocho sound? What makes that sound? I think the primary instrument in Son Jarocho would be the jarana, which is a Baroque-style nylon string guitar uh, that's kind of tuned like a cuatro venezolano or a ukulele. Only mm. it, you have double strings on, on them so that sounds fuller, more like a, uh, a strumming uh, Baroque instrument. That's mainly what everybody starts to play first when they start to uh, explore the genre of son jarocho. It's the harana, easy to play. Strumming is could be from any from a very simple up and down strumming to really you know more sophisticated type of strumming that you might hear on, on some of these recordings. Yeah, and someone who plays uh, son jarocho, sometimes called a jaranero, right? Exactly. Yeah. A jaranero is somebody who practices the art of of jarocho, which is not just playing the jarana. The manifestation of the son jarocho is the fandango. That's what everybody goes to. It's the community space in which jarocho music happens, and it's not just music, right. it's dance. Right. And it's like happening. <laughs> the, so the elements maybe in a typical jarocho ensemble would be the jarana, and the uh, requinto or guitarra de son, which basically is the melody maker of the uh, that genre of music, and then you would have a leona, which would be uh, a large uh, guitarra de son, only much bigger. Um, and both the guitarra de son, which is the smaller version, and then the leona are both plucked with this uh, in this pick called the espiga, which is a long stick made out of the um, cow's horn so you would have those three you would have guitarra de son leona neharana and of course you would wrap around the tarima which is the platform where you would have just about anybody come up there and dance and do mm. zapateado rhythmic tap dancing with their feet and movements um usually in a in a couple usually mm -hmm. two people interacting together right, uh, most of the time you also hear some percussion instruments, too, as well as the pandero, the tambourine. It's special to that region. One of the most important part of Son Jarocho is the actual verses and the decimas and the singing. Here is La Bamba by Mono Blanco. Contigo esta me maldiza allá arriba. 
lot of people know a version of La Bamba、mm-hmm. that's a little bit different than this. It, it is a very old song, is that correct? From what I understand, there's references of this、um, music almost at the beginning of the conquest、uh, when the Spaniards、okay. came. There's, because actually, from what I understand, the Bamba could mean a piece of money,、uh, uh, actual money that they would throw. Play me a song, and here's your money. Play the bamba. We're paying you to, you know, to entertain us.、Uh, that was one aspect of it. And la bamba is also an African type of word. Some people feel like the, the basic structure of la bamba came from the African influence in, in Veracruz at the time. We're talking maybe 300 years references to this particular song in books. And it's so easy and happy. And I guess that's why it stood the test of time. Sones de Mexico is a very popular Chicago band. As the name would suggest, they play all different types of Mexican traditional music. Is that right?、Yeah. Sones de Mexico, which means different types of traditional song forms of Mexico. Well, you know, Mexico is rich in, in so many styles of music. And I think what Sones de Mexico focuses on usually is the son Huasteca,、uh, which is, is a simple trio of just the.、Um, The harana huasteca, which is the strumming instrument, the violin. You could have a wapanguero, which is a deeper sounding guitar like、mm. instrument that has double strings on them. So it sounds full like a Baroque guitar, but deeper sound. And tell me about your personal connection to the band. Well, that, I joined the band eventually in 1994, and that's when I got introduced. To those instruments, those acoustic instruments from Mexico, you know, like the jarana, the vihuela. And these were instruments that were easy to play, you know, relatively easier than a guitar.、And、you then picked up the jarana yourself. Yeah, be, yeah, I wanted to play. I, I actually, when I started playing music back when I was 13, I picked up the guitar first. I was more attracted to the guitar. And then I had this accident、yeah. on my bike and I, and I cut my tendon on my left side. And it was really difficult to make any、um, chords with my left hand. So these instruments from Mexico, which were a little bit easier to play, they were, I took to them. Easily, and I was able to make chords. I got introduced to those instruments, and later on, they became a big part of my life.、Mm-hmm. You know, right now, I, I play harana, I play requinto, I play the rihuela and mariachi ensembles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your current band is Haro Chicanos, is that right? Haro Chicanos, is... yes. And you guys are dedicated to playing this music in the way that it is traditionally played, Son Harocho in particular, in the fandango setting and involving young people, particularly, right? Right. I guess we're just trying to keep the tradition alive, not being native to Veracruz. But we studied the music a lot. You being from Chicago. Right. Right. And, and I taught my daughter, who eventually, I taught a lot of people from Jaro Chicanos when it first started, but they eventually they just like surpassed me with ability. And I could see the growth in some of the members of the band when they were just teenagers. We're going to hear a little bit of a collaboration between Sones de Mexico and the CSO Brass Ensemble. Viva Dios que es lo primero, porque solo no se iguala. Viva Dios que es lo primero, porque solo no se iguala. Viva Dios que es lo primero, porque solo no se iguala. Viva Dios que es lo primero, porque solo no se iguala. Viva Dios que es
Yeah, did you want to tell me a little bit about the song or what that means, this this particular style? Well, this is a medley, so there's very there's different um, sonas all in one. And the traditional ensemble of a, of a guerrerense group is just like a guitar or guitarra de golpe or a vihuela, any kind of stringed instrument with the violin taking the lead and a lot of percussion with the dancing. So it's a small ensemble of acoustic instruments. In this particular recording, it's a big sound. You have a quintet of brass players. You have, you know, the drum set, the bass, and, and the singing. And I think it was a great collaboration with the CSO. Son de mi tierra caliente que ha nacido en la pehuala y que lo baila la gente desde Chicago hasta Iguala. Chilpancingueña bonita y guanteca soñadora, de guerrero eres la flor y de mi vida eres la aurora. Baila la samba caliente, canta la alegre chilena, que está bonita la noche con su luz de So the next track we're going to hear um, is Penas Matan uh, by Roberto Arce. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Roberto Arce and his music? Yeah, Roberto Arce is a um, great guitar player from Lima, Peru. And I met him about 26 years ago when my fiance, now my wife, we went to take guitar lessons, group lessons at this one church, which is not too far from here. I met him there at just learning how to play guitar, and he taught me this one song, Penas Matan, and he would often play it over here at Old Town School because he was also the guitar teacher over here doing Latin American guitar. I remember taking lessons from him over here as well. He was like one of our first Latin American guitar teachers here at Old Town School. He spent a lot of time here, and then he retired and, and moved to Miami. This one song, Penas Matan, is a tondero, and a tondero is, is like a 
rhythm that I teach on the cajon a lot. And so I actually mm. use this one song in my cajon classes so they can understand what the what the six eight feel mm. of percussion is in Latin American oh, wow. folk music. we've selected for you today is uh, a Latin jazz number from Victor Parra. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Victor Parra? Victor Parra is, he's a staple of um, public radio in in Chicago. He has a show called the Mambo Express on WDCB. And he had been doing that show for so many years. And just recently, about a month ago, he retired. And I I was able to catch that last uh, Mambo Express. End of an era. Yeah, and and he pushed Latin dance music, Latin jazz dance music in Chicago. He formed a band called Mambo Express, often called Orchestra 911. And, you know, they just did jazz, especially Latin jazz. And they just came together to do this particular song called Un Poquito de Manteca.
This has been The Archives. Tune in again next Thursday for the sixth and final installment of 60 Years of Folk, our documentary series on the Old Town School of Folk Music. If you like what we do, we hope you'll follow The Archives podcast on Facebook and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks to Raul Fernandez for selecting the music you heard today. This is just a small slice from the years of La Pena recordings we have in our resource center, which Raul is continually digitizing and cataloging. Check out the episode notes for detailed information on all the recordings featured in this podcast. I'm your host, Mareva Lindo. Thank you for listening. Thank you.